0: Thank you. is good. Um you know, found out that I'm apparently in better physical shape than Zion Williamson, so that's always good. Um uh, and uh, you know, I'm uh I'm doing all right, man. I had a better week than Aaron Rodgers, so we're doing okay.
1: <laughs> hey, can't complain, man. So guys, uh Paul's subbing in for Kevin. Um Paul's a longtime friend of me and Kevin uh for a long time. He's a big sports aficionado, so I'll let Paul kinda break down what his favorite teams are and and uh, some of the things that he enjoyed about sports and everything like that. So, Paul, go ahead and take the floor and, and let the ball uh, in the Baltimore court crew, people that listen to you or listen to our show, let them a little bit know about yourself, man, about sports wise.
0: Yeah, man, for sure, man. I mean, obviously, you know, sports are sports are big out here, uh, being the melting pot that we are out here in Florida. Um, not a, not a big Florida team guy. Um, I mean, favorite sports teams, probably the New York giants in the NFL. Um, I mean, I do, I do cater more to the Orlando magic just as that was kind of, you know, my youth growing up going for those guys. Um, I check in on Miami a little bit, but probably Orlando would probably be the the team I check in on most in the NBA. Um, when it comes to the NBA though, it's just, you know, I just enjoy having it, having it back on every night. Um, watch a lot of those West coast games. seeing a lot of those players that you don't necessarily get to see all the time. Um, you know, but that's really, it. I mean, football, basketball. I mean, I got really into baseball during the, uh, during the playoffs here. So that was, that was exciting. Um it was it was nice having MLB the Show on Xbox this year, so I was able to get really into baseball this year because obviously you know, video games are, are a big one of how we get to keep track of that stuff. So, um, you know, doing a little bit of that, but I mean, other than that, man, just happy to have sports back in full swing, man. Full full basketball season, full NFL season. We even get extra football this year, so <laughs> you know, I'm just excited, man. I just I'm just ready to go.
1: Absolutely, man. This is the uh, prime time of sports in September where you have a lot of sports leagues just beginning up and getting to the grind of things and we also have some sports league endings, such as baseball as Paul mentioned so um, this, this is where the thick of things where we try to figure out who's separating themselves In football basketball is still to be determined so there's a lot of overreactions right now um, but nonetheless it's always good to have uh, talk with Paul about sports all the time on Twitter and, and Facebook and, and in person so um, he let me just let me just give y'all listeners a uh, heads up on him. He, he knows his force. He knows his stuff. And um, he's very knowledgeable. So I'm, I'm very glad to have him on the show. And and uh, he, he's he's not trying to fill Kevin's shoes. Kevin's shoes is, he, he he does his thing. Kevin's an amazing guy, but Paul in his own right can hold his own. And that's what Paul's not trying to do. So nonetheless, it's good to have Paul on the show anyway. So um, he's always been welcome to come on to the show, but he like to listen to me and Kevin do our thing, so nonetheless thank you again Paul, for involved, coming on the show for sure
0: man yeah no no time anytime you, anytime you guys need me man i'll be i'll be around awesome man so
1: hey let's let's get to a uh a weird week nfl nine if if you was gambling this week you probably if you took some chances you won a lot of money but for the ones that took the the regular piss that they supposed to they they um <laughs> they seem to lost a lot of money here. So let, let's
0: just go over yeah, some. It was of was bad. It was a bad week. It was a bad week for uh, for favorites. I'd say probably.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. So um, the Falcons and the Saints. You know, Saints is uh, dealing with some injuries, so that's not a really upset. But we got the Broncos and the Cowboys, thirty to sixteen. Uh, you had. Uh, well, the Vikings and the Ravens was in a ball game, and the Ravens came back and won that game. The Browns just smacked the Bengals forty-one to sixteen. The Bills and the Jaguars in a dog fight six nine. Uh, then you had the Giants who beat the Raiders twenty-three to sixteen. Let's see, and then the Cardinals who was Kyler Murray wasn't playing, I believe. They end up being the 49ers, and the 49ers should sure, have. But that, that's not really upset either. But the one that was crazy, the Derrick henry Derrick list, Tennessee Titans, beating the Rams 28-16. to 16. So I'm going to turn it over to Florida, Paul, and I'm going to ask you, sir, which to you, sir, what, what was the most impressive upset last week to you?
0: I mean, if I had to pick one, and I mean, I watched most of that game, um, I was really impressed with Tennessee. Um, beating the Rams, just, you know, without their, their quote unquote, best player, um, you know, just, you know, running back by committee, um, just, just the way that they came out, you know, on the road and, and just established their defense just from the first, from the opening snap, um, you know, that was just really impressive because it shows that that team, you know, has multiple ways of winning. Um, obviously, you know, Adrian Peterson running for, you know, two yards a carry isn't great but I mean, you know, Tannehill, Tannehill managed, managed the game. He didn't really make any mistakes. And just, you know, that defensive front, just the way that they got after Matthew Stafford and just, you know, just took him out of that game. And, and it just, you know, cause you know, Cooper cup and those guys, they'll really kill you after the catch. So just to not give Stafford a lot of time to allow plays to develop and get his guys into space. I mean, that was just really impressive to me. Um, you know, Tennessee's a team that, you know, I was kind of checking on just I like the way that they play just you know shut down defense they run the ball you know nothing nothing pretty they'll win those games in the mud man they'll just they'll get dirty if they have to right right and then obviously obviously the the big one um, for me was the Giants beating Oakland um, obviously Oakland uh, you know they've been dealing with some things, um, but you know from a from a Giants fan standpoint, I mean, that was a, that was a big win. So I mean, you know, I'm not going to come out here and yell that we're the best three win team in the league, but <laughs> we've lost a few we've lost a few close ones. So I mean, we could, that could e- we could easily you know have have five wins. You know, we lost a couple games, a couple games close. We hung in there with Kansas City a few weeks ago, um, and then obviously just just Buffalo. Um, that was the big one when I saw that score that because that was a game that i wasn't even checking in on i just assumed buffalo just has the firepower has the defense you know top ranked defense and a top ranked offense and they only put up six points against jacksonville um they've lost you know two out of their last three games and this is a team that one week they're 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 on the way to the super bowl and then the next week they're the same old buffalo bills so i mean that's that was one that when i saw it um, really kind of took me by surprise, but I mean, we'll have to see this week if they can rebound. Because again, they're another team that's just great to watch. Um, and I don't know what happened, what happened last week in Jacksonville, but you know, <laughs> hey, it, it's any any given Sunday out here, man. Any given Sunday. Yeah, you, you're right. That's that's gonna be my
1: pick of the, the Bills and the Jaguars is a uh, low scoring game. You know, the Bills got the offense they got the wide receiver core to, to go ahead and actually put up points against the Jaguars team that's currently in a rebuilding situation. So you thought for sure they go down to Jacksonville and get a... You would thought well many speculated would be an easy win. But give credit to Jacksonville. They they played defense. They locked them up. And here's the first thing that was found out pretty cool to having an NFL history. There was the first time ever that the same person with the same name sacked somebody else with the same name. So Josh Allen... Josh Allen. Also Josh Allen also intercepted Josh Allen. That's the first time in NFL history. How cool is that
0: <laughs> man, it's just one of those things, man. When that when that happens, it's just, you know, it's 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 out of your hands at that point, man. That's just, you know, you just mark that up to the game, dude. It's
1: freaking fate, isn't it? You got someone with the yeah, same just... name.
0: <laughs> Just. Or I mean, or the fact that with all that's happened with Urban Meyer, you know, I mean, everything's happened with Urban Meyer and and, and all the videos of him with 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 you know that young girl at the thing, and then he he gets a final score of, of six nine, man. So kudos to <laughs> Urban Meyer, you know,
1: absolutely so Absolute. that guy. <laughs> hey I fortunate he getting his second win on a six nine tally right there that that is a classic right there so uh but yeah man that, that was a weird week man I just feel like if you put some money down man even the Bears and the Steelers, like that was a dog fight and the Bears almost came away with that one on Monday night so like it was just a weird week nine I, I think I talked to my dad man he's like yeah I lost I lost 100 bucks this week
0: <laughs> I mean a lot of those games I mean the the Chargers the Chargers Eagles game. Went down to the wire, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a that's a three win team versus a a, you know a a division leader. You got you know Green Bay with a with a backup QB. You know they held it they held it close against Kansas City. They just couldn't make the plays they needed to make. So I mean it was a it was a it was a it was a hell of a week for the NFL. I mean not if you had money to blow, but I mean from a fan standpoint, I mean a lot of these there was you know if you were if you have Sunday ticket and you're trying to and you're getting that close game alert, man. There's a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on that would have kept you busy. I mean, Bengals Bengals were just destroying everybody, and then they get trounced 41-16. So, I mean, it's just just one of those things, man. All that goes on with the Browns, you know, dropping Odell, all that whole fiasco, and then they just go out and they just steamroll the Bengals. I mean, it's just... You never know, man. The only thing yeah. I know every Sunday is that the only thing I know every Sunday is that my fantasy football team is not going to do well. So that's <laughs> the only thing I'm guaranteed every Sunday is that I'm going to I'm going to look real real bad come the end of Sunday, especially when the when the Buffalo Bills only score, you know, 6 points, but it is what it is,
1: man. <laughs> How's your fantasy team doing by the way?
0: <laughs> not great. Not no, great. No, what's your record? <laughs> I think I, I think I won. I think I won three. I think I won three games. So, you know, um, I'm hanging. I'm hanging strong. I, I lost a few close ones, but hey, you know, we're doing we're doing what we can. A lot of injuries. I think I think half my starters are on the IR right now. So yeah, it is no. what it is. They're hearing from now for is me, it man.
1: Is. They're hearing now for me. I'm yeah, like seven two, so that ain't gonna last too long. <laughs> Being seventeen in this fantasy league. So Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, fantasy, let's, let's... Fantasy, nothing, nothing fantasy nothing fantasy about fantasy football this year, man. It is <laughs> it is a nightmare.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, hey man, let's talk about this this next topic here. I know you know this guy very well, uh, since y'all was a team that drafted him, but Odell Beckham uh didn't seem to fit with the Browns and now he is Uh, been waived and he's cleared waivers and he is looking for a new team um first of all give us a breakdown of Odell because I know you watched him for for a few years with the Giants and and his struggle with the Browns and where you think he should go Paul what's your thoughts on the Odell Beckham situation
0: I mean I would say I was a I was a huge Odell guy but like you know he's one of those guys man like he's just one of those you know wide receivers You, you take the you take the good with the bad. I mean, he's, he's outspoken. He's kind of, he's kind of a a wild man sometimes, but when he's healthy, when he's, when he's being productive, when he's producing and he's happy, like, I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Obviously the last few years, he's dealt with some, some injuries and, and different things. I mean, trying to come back from the knee injury that he had last year, you know, uh, it it is, it is what it is, but you'd think on paper with, you know, him, Jarvis Landry and, and all these guys in Cleveland, um, he would, have, he would have done better. I think, I think I've seen that he's, he was averaging, you know, almost a hundred yards a game when he was on the giants, like 90 97 yards a game. And I think over the last like two and a half years or whatever, he's only averaging like 40 something yards a game um, mm-hmm. with Cleveland, which I mean, that's not something you expect from a guy who was doubted, you know, you know, noted to be one of the top receivers in the league. Um, you know, whether it's, whether it was before he was, you know, fighting punting nets or doing whatever he was doing, but you know it's just it's just he's a guy that just you hope to see him do well because he brought me so much just excitement when the Giants were in a bad place and he's a guy that I'm always gonna you know watch and, and root for because I mean you know I remember that catch against the Cowboys and sometimes it's that moment that defines people and he'll always be that guy of a guy that can make those plays and you know he's made he made some good ones in on in, um, Giants and, and Big Blue and you know uh, you don't want to see people get hurt and deal with that stuff, but at the same token, the guys never really had a quarterback. You know, I mean, he had Eli Manning towards the end of his career, um, right, and right. then you know we can we can say we can say what we want about Baker Mayfield, um, but I mean, I, I'd be interested to see him go to a team. You know, like I've been seeing that Green Bay's in the mix, maybe Kansas City. You know, give that guy a, a QB like an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes where he can come in and immediately make a difference. Um, you know, that, that's the concept you root for. I want to see that guy get into the postseason. I want to see that guy. I want to see him succeed. Um, I want to see him make a team better. Um, but you know, we'll see. I mean, there's apparently like eight or 10 teams that are, are throwing out offers for that guy and it'll be interesting. Um, he's, he's made it noted that he wants to go to a contender. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, we're going to see, man. So we're going to see how it goes. I mean, I'd I i I'd like to see him go to, like, New Orleans just because, you know, he went to LSU, and I think that would be fun for him and maybe, you know, rekindle that flame a little bit. But at the same time, they don't have a quarterback right now. Um, I mean, I imagine Trevor Simeon's not, not pulling much talent to New Orleans right now. Uh, <laughs> so you have that you have that going on. But, I mean, you know, they're saying the New England Patriots, but at the same time, again, Mac Jones is an unproven quarterback. Like... The selfishness in Odell can go there and immediately become a number one wide receiver, which maybe that's what he wants. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of just, you know, unknown about that situation up there. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just want to see him you know succeed and go to a good team. I mean, him going to Green Bay would just be silly, I feel like. But I mean, you never know anymore, man. Guys are taking less money to go win championships. So who knows, man? I mean, what, what do you think he's going to go? What do you think's going on?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I know Diane, we've seen him nail down to three teams. It, it was the Saints, it was uh, the Packers, and it was the Chiefs. So I, my, my opinion, man, I, I think he should go with the Packers. Their receiving core is not really that strong as well. So you, I know another never played a maker like Odell Beckham there. It, it isn't. I get the whole thing where he wanted to go back home and, and go to the Saints, but that's not really a really guaranteed playoff spot because the NFC is a gauntlet, as we mentioned uh, on the show before. You see, there's a lot of two and one losses teams over there, so you're not really guaranteed a playoff berth unless if you go with the the Packers. So if he's trying to go to the playoffs and trying to go to where he might get some reps, because who's the receiving core out there? I mean, who's the? I, 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 that's why I, it's not it's the fun day Adams, the Van Adams, and then the old, old. Yeah,
0: Randall Cobb. Yeah, Randall Cobb. Yeah, Randall Cobb. You got Lazardo. Yeah, uh, uh, that guy's yeah. out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think they got
0: Mar- I think I think Mercedes Lewis is their tight end. But I mean, you got you know Adam Jones catch out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, know, maybe, I, maybe that just speaks volumes on Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that just shows that Aaron Rodgers is just making a lot of guys better than maybe they are but mm-hmm. I mean I don't know. Yeah so that's why I said to me I, I
1: feel like going to the Packers would probably be his best spot the, the Chiefs in the AFC they can get high and make a run because the AFC is still particularly wide open especially when we just talked about the Bills uh, laying out some dust the last few weeks so the AFC is still open too but you just don't know about the Chiefs as well is that they're in a division that is not, it's still wide open because no one's not running away with it as far as the Raiders or um, the Chargers not running away with his division, so the Chiefs can still possibly be in division and get in the playoffs. Those are the two teams I would choose. I, I get the whole Saints allure because he wanted to play LSU there and that's he got a lot of prior roots over there with his college years and everything like that. That's all for it, man. Hey, go sign for a year, go hang out there and and then maybe Jameis come back next year. Maybe I can do something, but I I don't know, man. I, honestly, I I would go to the Packers if I was in That's just my my choice for him. Well, it depends on Aaron Rodgers. Like the don't get another COVID, all that stuff again.
0: <laughs> yeah, hopefully hopefully his uh, hopefully his immunized status will uh will be good to go after.
1: Exactly so, but no, he's taking this time. I know you're a big Odell guy, so I know you definitely trying to follow up on this and see where he might land up. But we we, we will find out. But so me, if I was to pick, I I would pick going to the the Packers. So,
0: and they're even saying like he's he's going to wait till after Sunday before he makes any kind of decision. So I mean, I, I think he's waiting to kind of see. You know who rises and where where teams are in the standings i think that's a big thing for him apparently but um you know we'll see i mean now you're coming up on on two weeks without you know playing football so we'll see how that goes but like i said i just wish my man the best and you know, i want to see him make some highlights and make some touchdowns and i'll put him back on my fantasy team so it's fine i got space i got space i got
1: i, I got of room over here man so all right, let's transition to the next topic. We gonna to go to some NBA. Uh, so during the week here, there <laughs> was some uh, drama. So while the Miami Heat was visiting the Denver Nuggets, uh, which you know resulted in a loss, uh, one thirteen and ninety six. Miami Heat's been on a tear. For y'all who hasn't know, Miami has been playing very well, and so they went to the Heat and got waxed. So <clears throat> apparently, what started. Is Bam didn't or what happened? No. So what happened was is that Jokic went up and he fouled Bam pretty hard, and it, it was like a look foul. And, and Bam was pretty upset about it. So Marquise Morris, their enforcer, runs at Nikola Jokic, hit him in the ribs, caught him in midair. You kind of see he hit his knee. Marquise Morris turned his back, and Nikola Jokic just pretty much just just ran him over. And kind of you just see, it. It, it was very bad. But for the most part, it, it was rough. But like, Paul, I know you saw that. I know the whole social media, everybody was on. It was it was very well talked about. <clears throat> Your thoughts about this whole incident, what led up to it, this Nicole Jokic? Shot, right? I
0: mean, yeah, I think the, the 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 wildest part for me was was when he hit Morris. How Morris just fell down like he died. Like he was just laid on the ground. Like he wasn't moving. It's like oh. Oh, boy. But, I mean, again, like, and I think Shaq said it the best, like, you know, either the next day or whatever. But, you know, them big dudes just get hit all game long. And it's, I think it gets to a point where, you know, they just kind of get tired of it. Because, I mean, a lot of times little dudes just chip at them like that. They just, they just run at them and they, and they chip them all game long. And then, you know, for someone like, like, like Mark, you know, like Marquis e. Forrest to just, you know, just go in and, and just take a shot that wasn't even, you know, there was no need for it. I'm not, I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to defend what Jokic did, but at the same time, I mean, that was every game in the in the '90s. That's mm-hmm. what happens. You right. sent you send a dude out to to you know set the tone, and I mean, we you know we've seen Charles Barkley knock dudes out. We've seen Shaq almost decapitate Brad Miller. We've seen all all kinds <laughs> of all kinds of, you know, wild stuff happened, man. And, and it's just, I think because we're not used to seeing that kind of stuff because everyone's, everyone's friends now and everyone's like, just, you know, basketball is kind of different, but like Jokic, you know I mean? He, he, he's, he's here to, he's here to, to play. And I mean, he's, he's unorthodox in every sense of the word. Everything about that guy is unorthodox. And I think just to see, you know, the MVP last year's MVP retaliate and, and, you know go after someone it also sets the tone of like yo he's not gonna take it anymore right and i think that's important too is just that these big guys just they're not gonna sit here and get beat up anymore for the longest time you know the leagues catered to to guards and slashers getting to the rim and, and creating their own contact and you know that's obviously not a thing anymore and big men just get hit all game long man. And, I, and i just think that all those little unnecessary moves um you know, it, it's gonna. You're gonna see it probably some more, some more of this, not just from Jokic, but probably from other big guys as well. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's tough for me because I remember the era of the enforcer. I remember the Charles Oakleys, and I remember all these cats who just came in the game and their whole job was just to set the tone, right? Right. And that's what Morris, and that's what Mor- that's what both Morris's, you know, both of them are, you know. But they could also score too. They could shoot. they they're they're, they're also very productive. A lot of those old school enforcer guys they're like the guys in hockey who you just bring in to start a fight with somebody. Like they have no other purpose in the world, but I mean, the, the Morris, the Morse brothers got game, man. I mean, you know, they, they can, they can play and, and, you know, it's just, I think the 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 best part was the way that his brother stood up for him on Twitter, which started the whole, the whole Twitter beef, which I'll let you, which I'll let you, I'll let you yeah. get into now, just the tweeting yeah. back and forth. But I think that was my best part. It's just the way that the brother's like, Oh, I see. Wait till so, man
1: turns his back. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so here's the thing that kills me. So listen, when the the Nuggets are winning conventionally, the Nuggets are winning this game. And yes, the Jokic kind of hard foul, bam, and then you just send Marquis Morris to do that. Honestly, the game's already over with. I don't know why these guys were still in the game anyways, but you think you just wrap up the foul, send him to the line, you're upset about just wrap him up. The guy's in midair, you hit his knee and you hit his ribs, and he just had some kind of freak little dust up last week, Jokic, where he went down and someone hit his knee. He he kind of panicked about that. But I wanna say, if you're Morris, when you do that, why did you turn your back? Why did you turn your back? You I mean, you, you knew something, you are guilty by association by doing that. So do I listen, did I condone what Jokic did? no, he could have handled it a better way. He did apologize. And, you know, he realized he was like, listen, I, I apologize. He in the moment, blah, blah. You know, he apologized. But this is where Paul's mentioned that this carried over to Twitter because Marcus Morris said, Oh, you got a man when you turn behind his back. Okay, cool. We see how it is. And so what's so funny, the Jokic, Jokic brothers create a Twitter account that night. And they on far that they had was, was Jamal Murray. Um, Anyways, so Marcus Morris tweeted saying, hey, you know, I, you know, I see you guys, but I see how it is, you know. And then the, the Jokers brothers said, hey, we just a brother protecting this self, So you're going to step in and try to mess with our brothers. You know, we got his back. Not to mention, one of the brothers is an MMA fighter. There was a story that Jokers was hanging from a tree. They was throwing knives at him, his his his, his bigger brothers, I'm telling you, I would not mess with the Jokic brothers, these Eastern European dudes that are just a whole different type of animals. And It's funny on Twitter, everybody's saying, oh, where I'm from or where I'm from and this like this. Do you know where they're from? They're from Serbia. They're from the the guttiest part of Serbia. And you want to go ahead and try to come at them? Okay good luck. So everybody, they already done said that. The Yogi's brothers already got their tickets for the Miami game, which is going to be on November 29th. That is going to be the rematch on a Monday, November 29th. So I can say to you people, if you got a chance, if you got NBA lead pass, please watch that game. I am begging for ESPN or TNT to flesh that game, or NBA TV, just flesh the game and put it on NBA TV, because that's going to be much-watch TV. I feel
0: and, like that's a game that's probably, that's probably already on the TV schedule, right? I mean, those are two those are two contending teams on a Monday. I feel like that game is slated to be on TV somewhere, even before all this, you know, shenanigans happen. Right. So what kills me, and then in the midst of this action as well, you see Jimmy Butler
1: (laughs) who who reacts. I don't know if he didn't see the replay or not, but then he's, he started mouthing and everything like that. So what end result was is Jokic got suspended the game. Uh, Marquise Morris got fined and Jimmy Butler got fined for uh, whoever he was yelling at. I guess he was trying to incite a fighter or right whatever. But it's to the point where you see this picture. They put a picture on Instagram of them looking at a locker room trying to stop him. Like, what's this show for? Really? Y'all was right there in front of this man's face. I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't mess with Nikola Jokic. That's a big boy. You saw Ty Hero stepping up and he realized, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, leave that guy alone. I'm telling y'all guys, Jokic, he's got some crazy brothers and he's already come to mind. He, he, y'all, and then you you doubt, you don't have me on the podcast, right? Talking about. I'm begging Spo to put me in. I'm begging Spo to put me in. But last night against the Lakers, when they tried to throw Mally, he couldn't even jump freaking two inches. And you ready to fight one of the Jokic brothers? Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful what you asked for. So, it, you know, the, the best part about this, and I know my buddy who, who's also a and coach, Kevin, he's a Heat fan. The whole thing about the Heat culture, the Heat culture this, the Heat culture that. Oh, blah, blah. They got a Spo's during that game. <laughs> They got exposed. So, also on top of this, um, to add to the Jokic and Morris beef, there's also going to be the Aaron Gordon and Kyle Lowry beef that they had back in the boat when when Aaron Gordon played for Orlando and Kyle Lowry played for the Toronto Raptors. Kyle Lowry had undertook Aaron Gordon's legs and caused the injury. And that was a whole beef where Kyle Lowry gave him his room number and said, well, come fight me. So that's also on top of that that this Nuggets and Heat rivalry or this uh, thing that's going on with them could be become very interesting. That's the thing about the NBA, man. Like there's sometimes you can just get drama out of anywhere. So now everybody is waiting for November 29th. I'm not a Heat or a Nuggets fan, and I'm waiting for that game. I'm ready. I'm ready for November 29th right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be Monday Night Raw, man. No need to watch the WWE. That's Monday Night Raw right there. <laughs> that's
1: Monday that's night, it. Monday Night Raw. So, but yeah, as Paul mentioned about the whole Twitter stuff going on, uh, is this happened two days ago and we're still talking about it? That's how funny this is, man. But um, yeah, but
0: I mean, Mama, Mama told him to stay off of Twitter, so he stayed off of Twitter. So he didn't he didn't clap back yet. He said, <laughs> "Mama said stay off Twitter." So. That's yep. it. He loves his mama, so he's going to stay off Twitter. And, and I guess we'll just let the ball do the talking for now until you know November 29th. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: see, man. And I'm glad that it was only one game because the call where last year in the playoffs where Pat Bellery kind of blindsided Chris Paul, they suspended for one game. So that's the present that you set for that. Luckily, nobody didn't get hurt. But in result to where Moore's hard file him in the air, it probably wouldn't result in him getting clipped in the back like that. Like Paul mentioned earlier, if you don't do the first thing, the second thing probably wouldn't happen is worse. Big guys, as Paul mentioned, are tired of getting beat up. I love the NBA that went back to this whole, um, if it's not a non-shooting foul, non-contact foul, or non-basketball move, you won't get a foul call. I know all the players complain about it. Damon Lillard was the one recent one to complain about it now. But it's beautiful. The game is more watchable than it has been for a long time. I don't want to see James Harden shooting 25 free throws I'm sorry and I'm sure a lot of people don't want to see that So it's kind of bringing back that f- physicality To basketball that most of us I know we're going say it Old heads enjoy back in the 90s So nonetheless This whole pressure was pretty funny All right let's uh, you got anything else to add to that Paul for our transition to something else
0: uh, no I mean I, I just think it, like you said like I mean there's just so much going on and, and, and the Heat like you said the Heat were a team that they've been on a tear man and, and, and you know, they've lost two in a row uh, you know the the Sixers go and lose a game and then they win a game I mean it's just it's just wild man like i, I so, i don't know who's good and who's not aside from obviously those who are who are like significantly at the top right now so i mean i'm sure you're about to get into, into that part into the whole standings and stuff but you know there, there are some surprise teams but i mean i watched the i watched the bulls play the other day they look great then they don't and the miami's up and down i saw you know the cleveland cavaliers are are you know a, a six a six seed in the east right now who would have thought about that you know Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's just crazy times out here in the eastern conference per usual obviously in the west (laughs) in the west it's the same it's the same it's the same teams just in a different order but obviously that's gonna write itself you know as we get on the season and as as players get healthy but yeah man i mean it's 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 a heck of a it's a heck of a season so far man we're only you know what 12 13 15 games in i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot of it's a lot of wild stuff going on out there. sir. and I want to thank you for that segue because that's exactly where I was going to go. Thank you,
1: Paul. He threw up the Chris Paul lob or Steve Nash lob, and, and he set it up perfectly. So let's transition to that because we're going to go ahead and do this, some stock buying. So we look at the Washington Wizards. They have the best record in the Eastern Conference at 8-3. and three. They're tied with Chicago at 8-3. The Washington Wizards got Bradley Bill. They added depth in the draft. They got Kyle Coonsman. They got Montrez Harrell. Who've mentioned that the last team he played for didn't use him correctly or played him enough, but now he looked like himself that he was back on the Clippers. I want to ask Paul right here. The Washington Wizards are eight and three. They was a play in team last year. Bill's playing well. I know it's early. This is what good but this is what we here for, man. You got some stock in the Washington Wizards? Are you buying
0: some stock in them or are you selling your stock in the Washington Wizards? What do you think, sir? I'm just trying to see who they've who they've beaten, man. I mean, I look at I look at the lineup. I mean, do that do I see them as a number one as a number one team in the Eastern Conference? No. I mean, can I see them as a as a middle tier Eastern Conference contender? I mean, maybe. I mean Bradley Beal is is unreal. Um Good to see that you know Caldwell Pope was able to you know get out of L.A. with all the problems he had, and I didn't I didn't even know he was I thought he was on house arrest. less and I heard about him. <laughs> but, um, you know I mean they draft well. I mean Montrez Harold, um, you know all these guys just just deep you know deep guys. I, I don't know. I mean I I wouldn't I wouldn't I would still see them being probably a bottom. A middle to bottom tier team in mm-hmm. the East, but I mean that's why we play the game, right? I mean they're, they they rebound well, so that's always gonna that's always gonna be a big thing. I mean they're they're yeah. a good rebounding team. Um, that'll always keep you in games. Um, Absolutely, so
1: we'll man. Yeah, I, listen, I'm, right now, um, I, I tell you what, I buy stocks, bet what I and and where I they're better than what I thought they were. The Washington Wizards are better than what I thought they were. So I do I think this is sustainable? No. But I do do I think they're probably a mid tier playoff team? Absolutely. Um they're they they're playing well. They got Daniel Gaffer from the Bulls, who's like Paul just mentioned, they rebound pretty well. Um like I said, you, got, you got some defenders around Bradley Bill now. You got some dogs around him now. Uh and, and Bradley Bill just he just go out there and get buckets. Uh, they're scheduled. They play the Raptors, Pacers, Nets, uh, Celtics, Hawks, Celtics, Hawks, Raptors, Grizzlies, Bucks. They beat the Bucks, so and uh, they they beat the Cavaliers, who's been a hot team recently. So, I mean, listen, uh, this this is what why we this is a long season here, but I like the start. I'm encouraged by it. I thought for sure that the Washington Wizards was the play in team. I don't think that's the case anymore. I definitely think they're they're definitely a low-tier playoff team, and we'll see how they go. But right now, I am buying stock that there are a mid-playoff team, and this could be sustainable once these other guys kind of catch up. Uh, but right now, I like what the Wizards are doing, man. So let's go to the next team. As I mentioned, Chicago Bulls. They are also eight and three. They signed Demar Derozan. They signed. Uh Alonzo Ball, they re-up Zach Levine. They got Nick Vucevic in a trade. Uh their talented sophomore player is hurt, Pat Williams. He's out with an injury. They're eight and three.
0: Uh, Paul, I asked you, do you buy stock? Or do you sell stock in the Chicago Bulls roster? I mean, I'd, I'd buy the Bulls. I mean, I, I just they have just some guys who I think collectively um you know I I'm a i was a big Vucevic guy when he was in Orlando. Um, you know, he's an all-star. He's an all-star center. You know, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan. I mean, just just that whole thing. People talk about big threes and all that stuff. I mean, Alex Caruso off the bench, guys, a lockdown defender. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting because, like, I mean, you know, I said, you know, Kobe White, I believe you said is 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 out right now. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. it, it's it's just it's just like you hope that this deal you know, that their ceiling is very high. Um, obviously you have, you know, a, a Derek Jones, Jr. You know, high energy guys, you know, a, a solid bench, but I, I, that's a team that I, I can see being a, you know, a top, a top four, top mm-hmm. four, top five team in the Eastern conference. Easy. Will they, will they remain a two seed? No, but I mean, I still see them being a, a real, you know, Contender up there. I mean, it's all a matter of what the schedule is and, and how health health is. But I mean, like I said, Butchovich is a is an all star. Zach Levine's an all star. Demar Derozan's been an all star. I mean, there there is some real talent there. Um, and I you just, you just want to see it mesh together, and, and you want to see this Longs ball be able to, you know, just play that true point guard role and and just run and gun it, and just have those you know throw lobs to Zach Levine and have all that fun stuff. But now there's team yeah. that I've seen play a couple times, and I've I, and I've been impressed with you know, what I've seen out of those guys. So, I mean, I'll, I'd buy the Chicago Bulls right now for sure.
1: Yeah, so I am absolutely buying stock. Before the season, I bought some stock. Once I saw they made the moves, I said the Bulls going to be sneaky good on some people. So, for me, this is not surprising. They're a top 10 defensive team by statistics. Um so everybody that killed Vooch with the magic, you know that you know he's not the best defender, but he's also on another defensive team that's that's pretty solid, and that's with one of their best guys down, and Pat Williams, who's one of their better defenders on the team. Derrick Jones Jr. is also a good defender by himself as well. Listen, the Chicago Bulls team is for real. And I do think they can be a top four team in the East. They are they stay healthy. Zach Levine and and DeMar DeRozan just have to get buckets. Alex Caruso is a great defender, and he was just on just this week talking about how the Lakers short shortchange him, and that he was trying to actually come back and and uh, come back to the L.A. But Chicago made him an offer that he couldn't resist, and now he's in there. and And listen, man, the Bulls are for real, man. Like they they beat a, a Brooklyn Nets team pretty bad. I know, yeah, they don't have Kyrie, but they beat him one eighteen to ninety five. That's a solid victory there they beat a Luka Doncic led team, Dallas Mavericks. Just just uh just a you know, just last night. I'm the Chicago Bulls stock. They are dangerous, man. They are absolutely dangerous. So, yes, I'm on Chicago Bulls bandwagon. <laughs> All right, the next team that we're going to talk about is the Golden State Warriors. They had the best record in the NBA. They're 10 and 1. Steph Curry is popping off. Jordan Poole, like a most improved candidate uh, for this season. Uh, Draymond Green is someone that's been solid for him as all season as well. They all had a deep bench. They got some. They also got some young talent. Uh, Gary Payton the second has been talking about in a good light. Andrew Wiggins came back after the vaccination to come play some ball. So, Paul, talk to me about the the
0: Golden State Warriors. Do you buy some stock in them? Oh, for sure. I mean, they're a team again when they're when they're not debilitated by injuries. I mean, from 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 coaching all the way down to just offense, defense, the whole nine yards. I mean, they're always going to be a top team just because of just the longevity that that team's had. I mean, they've been together for the most part for a long time, and then obviously they draft well. And and you know, who knows what's going to happen with Clay Thompson? Um, you know, if he's coming back anytime soon, I'm not sure what the time what the, you know, the timetable of of that return is. He'll be back in the summer. When they say um, they say he's yeah, supposed to be back yeah, in like my so center I mean, or something I, like that. Yeah, I and mean, that's only going to make them even make them more more dangerous, right? I mean, Steph Curry just dropped like fifty points the other day. I mean, <laughs> you know, Jordan Poole, Jordan, you said Jordan Poole. I, I watched them play the other day. do I don't remember who they played, but I mean, Jordan Poole and and Gary Payton the second. I mean, these these guys just they just find ways. They just find guys, man. Like it's just they do it all the time. Um, you know. Kevon Looney comes in every once in a while um you know Bielita makes some some crazy plays every once in a while just Andrew Wiggins is a is a guy is he a true number two probably not but I mean he's still a guy who can be productive and he's long and he can cause problems on the on the perimeter on defense and he can also shoot and get to the basket on offense uh, I mean it's just a team that I just think I mean you know you're always going to kind of go for Golden State if they're if they're, you know, if they're healthy, and that's the big thing, right? Steph seems to be very healthy right now, and it's just it's hard to it's hard to bet against Steph Curry. I mean, the guy can, you know, shoot it from half court. So I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my my, my money against anybody that can just literally score from anywhere on the court. So I'm I'm buying a healthy Golden State Warriors team, and I'm I'm willing to see how good they can get once they get even more healthy. Oh man, Clayton Thompson just gonna open up so
1: many lanes for when he comes back play Thompson just and you just hope that he can stay healthy but even without him right now this start is impressive um, they're bringing back uh, James Wiseman their, their talented sophomore who's been bound injured as well they also got Jonathan Kaminga they got Moses Moody uh, some young rookies as well so they, they got a team that they're trained to be sustainable once uh, Curry and all these overbears go into the, the, the sunlight here. But right now, very impressive. Or not even that, they got assets they can use and grab somebody to make that team more dangerous. Golden State is set up for success right now, and I'm buying all their stock.
0: I'm buying all their stock now, so... I mean, have you seen, have you seen their, their just team stats? They're first in points per game, second in rebounds per game, first in assists per game, and fourth in opponents' points per game. They're outscoring their opponents by, like, 13 points a game.
1: <laughs> That's, that is absolutely ridiculous, my man. I, I mean, jeez. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we got one more setting that we're going to do. We're going to pick uh, the NFL picks, um, and we'll go from there. So we're going to start with the Thursday night game. So, Paul, we have the six two Ravens at the two and
0: seven Dolphins. Got Dolphins were upset here, possibly. No, no, I don't think, I don't think two is. I, I don't think two is playing. I think two is out. I don't even know who they're. Back is it with Jacoby Brissett? Is that their backup quarterback? But I don't I mean, believe so. Yeah. The Ravens are the Ravens are on a trajectory to just you know they're trying to get to that Super Bowl. I mean, I, I respect a team that plays with a chip on their shoulder. They've gotten closer and closer every year. I mean Lamar Jackson is unreal. You know say what you want about him, but it, again he's another one of those guys. It's it's hard to put your money against somebody who shows up every Sunday knowing that they're probably one of the best players in the league, but they still have that chip on their shoulder that they have to you know show up and show out because there's someone who doesn't think they're good enough so I see Baltimore winning big <laughs> awesome yep I'm with you man you
1: broke it down great Baltimore just going to curve stomp the Dolphins and we'll just leave it at that so
0: alright but what it's, it's worth Baltimore Baltimore is in the last three times they've played Baltimore has outscored them 137 to 16
1: <laughs> so alright Safe bet to take the Ravens there <laughs> All right, all right. The Sunday game, you got one o'clock. Your five and three Bills at the two
0: and six Jets. Who do you got, ball? I'm, I'm, I think Buffalo rebound's a big. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buffalo. I think they
1: uh, they off the cobwebs and they get they get it rolling. Yep, this is a uh, division game, so yeah, the Bills will bounce back and win in one uh, fashion. So. All your right, you're a season two Buccaneers at the two-and-six Washington football team. Who are you taking, Paul? Hello?
0: I'm here. Who are you taking, Paul? I mean, Tampa's the... Tampa's the just the, 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 the real pick there. I mean, Tom Brady's playing out of his mind. They're, they're stacked at every position. I mean, I, I just don't see Washington really doing much there, so I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I got right. the season two Bubs. I'm pulling that out too as well. Should be uh, getting back on track here.
1: All right, the four and four Falcons at the season two Cowboys. I got the Cowboys bouncing back here. Uh, I know they... My heart... My heart
0: wants the Cowboys to lose every Sunday. So... So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Atlanta. I'm taking Atlanta in the upset. Atlanta's won three out of the last four. Okay. Um, I feel like they're maybe turning a turning a corner here. I'm gonna take Atlanta.
1: All right. Speaking like a true NFC East rival. <laughs> All right. The five and three Saints at the seven and two Titans these teams are doing the
0: like I said Tennessee 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 to me um, you know they just they just find ways to win man um, I, I see Tennessee keeping this kind of a kind of a low scoring game um, grinding it out just because they're at home mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take Tennessee and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll take that one for the boys there
1: yeah yeah I got the yeah. the tightest one going to go the for this week for alright the two is six Jaguar the four and five Colts
0: yeah, Carson Wentz, man, that guy is that guy is wild. Um, I mean, I, I, the Colts are the better team. I they mean, are. I don't know, I don't know. You know, Jackson. Again, it, this is one of those games where just because the Colts are at home, I just don't see Jacksonville coming off that win last week against Buffalo. I just don't see it happening. I'm, I'm going I'm to go with the Colts, um, just you know, just because they're at home. So I'm, I'm gonna take the Colts uh, in this one. Yeah, this is this is a potential upset one. Um, I, I think the
1: Jaguars can. It, it's going to be close, but I, I think the Colts end up edging it out here. But it was a surprising the Jaguars going on a uh, winning streak here. You don't say you don't say winning and streak together with Jacksonville Jaguars, man. So they might have a chance to get one. <laughs> All right, your O and eight Lions at the five and three Steelers.
0: Who you got, Paul? I got I'm gonna take the Steelers And I'm gonna I'm gonna just you know Hope that Dan Campbell doesn't bite off Anybody's kneecaps but I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the the Steelers on this one It's just Detroit's just not Not it man this should be an easy one For Pittsburgh at home Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Pittsburgh versus Detroit
1: (sighs) Yeah, this is a home game. I wonder if it was a home game for Lions, I would pick them to upset them because Steelers has kind of been iffy. But the Lions are really, really bad, so I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go with Steelers. But I I, <laughs> I, I, I bet, I bet this is when we come back to you next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. i I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I, yeah. I just, I, I bet we come back to this next week. I'm just, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm having, I'm having an inch that they could possibly be upset there, but I'm not gonna pick them. All right, uh, your last one o'clock, <laughs> your last one o'clock game is the Browns at the Pats.
0: Uh, I mean, New England, New England's rolling. Uh, Cleveland's a team. I feel like we think that they're better than they are, or they should be. Um, but I'm gonna go with Cleveland just because I got Nick Chubb on my fantasy team, and I need big points. So I'm gonna oh. take the Browns. I'm gonna take the Browns to go into into Foxborough, be able to run the ball, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cleveland with the win. Awesome man! All right, let's see. I'm gonna go with
1: the I'm gonna go with the the Browns.
0: you guys in the game let's see uh, I'm, I'm gonna go Chargers I'll take San Diego I don't have, I don't have a reason why I'm just, I'm just gonna take San Diego I think they're the better team they're leading the AFC West um, yeah I'll take San Diego at home alright guys San Diego
1: let's see I'm gonna go with San Diego, San Diego. Vikings for <laughs> <We're> disappointing man <laughs> I, I, I thought for sure they should have beat the Cowboys a few weeks ago, and I'm still on that. I don't know why I am. That was just a few weeks ago. The Vikings just disappointed me, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and, and not pick the Vikings to win this game. Beat the Chargers. So. <laughs> All right, your Panthers four and five at the Cardinals eight and one. I believe Kyler Murray is questionable. I also believe
0: DeAndre Hopkins is questionable. But they lean like time are going to. They play. did just. They did just. Uh, I believe they did just take AJ Green off of uh, off of the, the injury list there. So I think AJ Green might actually be able to play, which I forgot they even had AJ Green. But it's yes. crazy, uh, you know. But um, and while we're on Carolina, how about how about Cam Newton? Breaking news today. About yeah, Cam Newton going back to the
1: Panthers, man. That's 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 a good what a weird, cover, man. What a
0: weird. What a weird! That's weird. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Arizona. Um, I'll take Arizona. Yeah, just Carolina. Got too much going on, man. That's just a weird situation out there. I'll take Carolina. I mean, I think uh, Arizona.
1: Yeah, Arizona.
0: I, I'm still. I'm pretty sure they leave Kyle Murray
1: gonna play. Regardless of that, I still think Arizona got enough weapons to beat him. All right, four twenty-five games. You got the Eagles at the Broncos. The Eagles three and Broncos five and four. Who you got?
0: I'm gonna go Broncos. That defense is something else, man. Even without Von Miller, um, and I just think that you know that Eagles offense isn't great. Um, Jalen hurts, <clears> down <throat> to make some turnovers. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denver. Denver's been good at beating the bats. they actually beat their
1: uh, good team last week. So. But I think they are gonna come play well against the Eagles. They so they get the win. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my heart broken. No more Von Miller. You know, you know crying a corner still. But you know, nonetheless, this Broncos team, like Paul mentioned, they still got a solid defense. Jerry Judy's come back, and a success st- for everybody that's listening. The Broncos are undefeated when Jerry Judy plays the game. So I don't know how much that carry weight, but I just want to say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey stat, those, stats, those stats matter, man.
1: <laughs> uh, as you, yeah, I yeah, know. I'm just showing my Broncos some love. All right. <laughs> All right next game, we got the 3-5 Seahawks at the 7-2 Packers.
0: Uh, I believe Russell Westbrook is still out. I mean, Russell Wilson's still out, so no Russell Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, who's their backup? Geno Smith? Is that still Gen- the backup quarterback quarterback Gen- is right Gen- now yeah. in, in Seattle? Yeah. He's still a oh bang, boy. Uh, <laughs> All right, good for him. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Uh, I mean, you know, he's – I guess he has some protocols he still has to clear, but um, can Jordan Love get his first his first win in the NFL if he has to start? I don't know, but i would still take Green Bay. They're the, better, they're the better football team right now
1: at home. Okay. gotcha. Yeah, Green Bay um, – I guess we are still waiting on the status of Aaron Rodgers. I, this two weeks when they're out, right? With the whole
0: uh, COVID. I think it's dep- So it it depended it depended upon if they were vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. So like if they were vaccinated and they had COVID, the 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 time off was different. But because he's immunized, uh, I think that puts him in the unvaccinated category. So he has to wait the full you know, 10 days or two weeks or whatever. 10 days, <laughs> and I
1: and I think two consecutive negative tests. I've, I've got an amount in there, today. that you have to take. But, um, but yeah, not, nonetheless, I, I still think the Packers will win. They, they, they got enough time to get that over. So, your prime time game is the 5-4 Chiefs at the 5-3 Raiders. Ooh, this should be a good one. And I don't care for either
0: of them. So, I hope they both lose. But go ahead, Paul. Who do you think going to win? <laughs> I mean, we, we all keep waiting for Kansas city to turn the corner. Right. I feel mm-hmm. like at any point they're going to explode for 80 points. You know what I mean? But their problem is they can't stop anybody right now. Their defense ain't doing too great. I think some of the best memes I've seen are the other, the Tyron Matthew memes, or he's just like got his hands over his head. He doesn't know what's going on. Oh, so the sources. Them, like he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It's you know, the sources. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> man, it's just, it's so good. But I mean, um, I, I'll take Kansas city. Um, I mean, Oakland's had a good season. They've had a lot of bad stuff happen, and you can only rebound from so much of it. Um, but I'll, I'll take Kansas City just because they're they're the more proven proven team, and they're trying to catch uh, San Diego.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I right, got you, my man. All right, then your Monday game it's going to be a seven-two Rams at a three and 49ers Miller debut should be in effect here. I am mean, gonna go Rams.
0: I think the Rams, yeah, I think the Rams. The Rams didn't show up last week against Tennessee. Um, this is their chance to really rebound and and, and show show what they got. If they did Von Miller's debut. Um, I I don't see Matt Stafford having two bad games in a row. Um, I can easily see the Rams winning this one by three scores. So I mean, I'm, I'm gonna take the the Rams over the Niners. Yeah, the Rams, they're they're, they're
1: they're taking out the 49ers. They're they're upset about that upset the week before. So I got the Rams pulling out, of uh, getting back on track here, being the 49ers. So. All right, so that's our picks today. We're going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Um, once again, like I said, Paul has been great contributing. So um, we, we got some stuff that we need to add here. I think we cover everything. So, I'm going to a little closing monologue here Uh, so make sure y'all stay tuned for me and Paul uh, throughout the week here until once again Kevin returns uh, Paul's going to be kind of filling in whenever he's got time available I know he's this is his season as far as work (laughs) so I'm always appreciative for the time he can provide while he's available so but meanwhile you can follow the podcast page on our Twitter you can go to at balls not court you can follow me at end of mind CP and Paul give the folks your uh, Twitter name
0: uh at v underscore paul underscore mac on Twitter. Uh, you know, I don't have any Instagrams, nothing like that. Kind of just uh, you know, lay low and doing what I got to do. But yeah, man, give me a, give me a shout. Um, I'm on there every once in a while. I try to stay off the socials from time to time, but so uh, we do. We do what we can out here, you know. For sure. I just know in case the folks want to engage
1: you on the sports stuff, they hear you. You can add him on Twitter if you need to. Reach uh, respond if you can. Like I know he's a busy individual, so. Uh, you can follow the uh, podcast on our Instagram. We got at Balls Not Court Podcast. Uh, we're on Anchor at anchor.fmcourtest slash Paul. We're at end Our Facebook, you can search in Balls Not Court Podcast. It was a light shout there. We're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeart Radio, Speaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Um, once again thanks for Paul for joining us uh, you got anything
0: else to add man before we close are we good here <laughs> nah man I'm, I'm good to go my man I'm good to go awesome, just uh, shout out uh, shout out to uh, you know my man uh, Cole Anthony for doing the best post game interviews <laughs> out there right
1: now
0: <laughs> I love it man
1: Cole is a character and he is seriously a, a, a MIP candidate mostly to the player candidate uh, had a rough one last night, but break Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant didn't miss. He only missed two shots last night. It's not even right, Paul. Oh, yeah. It's not even, <laughs> man. It's not even. All right, none of guys. Thank you for listening. This is Cortez Paul, Paul Mack, uh, Paul of the the podcast you uh, All right, y'all. Enjoy the red shot. Thanks for listening, y'all.
0: And to the